Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yes and Yoga. My name is David Ahern. I'm Adi Bachchan. Today, it is my great planner. It's planner. Planner is an old Indian word, which means he's really excited to see me. I'm happy to be here. That's right. It is a planner for me it's as well. It's a planner to see you. Yes, it is. This is uh, my castmate and four-day weekend, Oliver Tall. Thank you for joining us. Well, I'm happy to be here. Well, it's thrilling. And before we get started, I want to say that in the contest, you got first place, <laughs> I got second place, and you came in third. Well, and got, it's the podium. I mean, look, it's this. Thank you for giving me the seat of honor that's higher <laughs> than the other. This is, it's the podium of Oliver right here. Congratulations on your gold medal victory. Well, thank you very, very much. Nice. Exactly, because I can't do what they do. They sit down, and their legs, they fold their legs like it's a... I don't even know how to describe it. I can't do they that. They call it easy pose. Easy, yeah. uh, what's easy about it? I call oh, it no. not so easy. Yeah, pose. it's not so easy. You know what I though, seriously, I couldn't sit in easy pose two really? years ago. I still barely can. You can see I'm up, she's not as up as I am. Well, she's on the floor, she's basically. On, she's on the floor. Yeah. She does that to humor me, swear to God. I have to be honest. I literally, when I said this earlier, I was being serious. I haven't sat like this since I was five years old. <laughs> I can't do it. It but, looks so natural. Yeah, oh, it, it does, looks. really. Yeah, I have all the cushions. Right now, there's an old woman on a sofa sitting on a bare sofa because I got all her cushions. <laughs> you got all the cushions. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I've known you. 30 years I've known oh, you, yeah. right? You have gone through a transformation that has yes. been unbelievable. Uh, I used to be an old Jewish woman. That's right, and you look terrific. <laughs> I no, I, I've changed, yeah, things change. Um, people, people move, they evolve. That's true. Would we like to talk about what transformation have you gone through uh, that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, okay, I, I mean, just the straightforward of it. People always come to me and they go, wow, you look so different. Right. And, and so it's like, what I love is the way people sneak up on you. They don't want to come up and say, Damn, you used to be fat, and now you ain't. People will walk up to you and they go, have you lost a little weight? And like, like really, I lost 75 pounds. It's <laughs> did you, noticeable. Did you lose a little weight? Yeah, I lost, a little, I lost five pounds. No, you lost more than that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you lost 75 pounds. Yeah. And now I'm trying to put on a little bit back, because I, I actually, I told you I scared myself. I was right. walking past the window one day at a store, and I looked at a, <laughs> I like, who's that guy? Because I, I thought I lost too much weight. So like, I'm How long was the process? Um, the entire process was uh, nine months. How yeah. did you do it? I started doing intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. and then eventually I got to what they call OMAD, which is one meal a day. Really? And I was one of those people, you know me from the show. We come in, we do a show. And before the show, you got to eat. Yep. So then we would eat before the show. That's all we ever talk about, too. Right. What are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? So I would eat before the show. Well, you got to understand, you know, we don't do our shows during the day most of the time. Most of our shows are at night. So you've had lunch. Well, then I got to eat before the show. Well, then we do the show. Well, now I got to eat between shows so I yeah. keep my energy up. Yeah. Then I got to eat on the way home because, you know, you, yeah. you've, you've, yeah. done a, you've done a show, you're exhausted. So I just found myself that I was eating all the time. For me, I just did the math. I was eating more than I was not eating. So wow. I was like, I need, to, I need to have a time period where I, I'm not eating more than I'm eating. That's all right. I was trying to get to. So I was just trying to get that to where I was not eating for more than 12 hours. You know, there's another thing, because a lot of times on shoots or, or even backstage, there's always bags of candy that oh, are yeah. around, or there are energy drinks, or there, there's all these temptations that are constantly in your face. Oh, absolutely. And it's not, just readily available. It's just, just readily available. And, mm -hmm. and unless you're really mindful about it, you'll, you'll go, I just ate nine Kit Kats. How did I even do well, that? Well, but see, for me, I was in the military, and when I was in the Army, like, on a daily basis, I would eat six, eight Kit Kats. I would eat, wow. I would drink, you know, 
We used to, back in the day, they had Jolt Cola. I don't know if you remember Jolt Cola. Oh, yeah. But it's a soda that is basically just legalized meth. <laughs> and it was, it was one of those things where you would drink it and you not even think about it. I would drink a six-pack of that a day. People used to tell me it was good for me because I was running track, I was playing football, I was doing all that stuff. And people would tell you, you need the sugar, you need the boost, you need right. the energy. For the energy. Right. Yeah. And so, like, before a track meet, they would give us soda and a Snickers bar. Wow. And, you, would, and, you know, I'm running 800 meters, you know? So it's just enough to get you through. But yeah, then you got an instant jolt. Right, but then there would be this crash. Yeah. You would just be exhausted. And, you know, you think it's because you ran, but it's because, no, it's the food. And so I was just trying to get that stuff out of my system. So I was trying to cut down the amount of time I would eat and get rid of the sugar. Right. You know, and I think, and I really do think this, I think most people are doing the best they can. They really are. They just don't know. Like, I for, forever did not know. I uh -huh. didn't know that... You can't really eat that much sugar and oh, stuff no, like that. Oh, no, I was the king of that. I yeah. was the king of misinformation. I would do anything anybody told me. I would do it. I would right. try it. it. I've tried every single diet there is. I'd done all of them. And I just kept putting on more and more weight. Mm -hmm. And instead of listening to my body and going, wait, this isn't right because I'm getting fatter, I would just, I would say, well, they must be right. They know. Right. You know, and so I would what, follow their advice, even though the advice was unsound. So when did you, like, with, uh, it's OMAD, one meal a day yeah. is what you were doing, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so I, I got to where I was trying to get past 12 hours without eating. Right. Well, then it started to get easier for me, and I figured out something that really applied to me. Because even when people would tell me, you got to, like, people would tell you breakfast is the most important meal of right. the day. Always. I was never a big breakfast person. It me would kind of make me sick when I would eat it all the time. And so I got to the point where I realized it's easier for me to not eat mm -hmm. than it is for me to not to eat a little bit. Like people right. would always go moderation. Who's having like a fun-sized candy bar? Who's that fun for? <laughs> ain't fun for nobody. That's all you're doing is teasing yourself. So it was easier for me not to eat anything. That if if you give me like a cookie, right. that's you worse for me. You want to keep going right. with it, yeah. If I start, you know, because. I'm a social person. Right. And if I have one cookie, I feel bad for his other friends. <laughs> I don't want those other friends. Yeah, you don't want them to get yeah. that, like, cookie envy. Why you know? doesn't he like me? Yeah, you right. Pick me. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's why I started doing that. So then it got to where I was, I was like, more comfortable when I would just eat once a day. Mm -hmm. so. we, we talk about this a lot. Food is so social, too, that, that, I mean, all of our social activities a lot of times are around food and drink. So... Yeah. If you, you do try to be mindful, it's sometimes very, very challenging because everything is a, hey, you want to go grab a drink and go get something yeah. to eat? Meet me for lunch. Meet, Absolutely. meet me for yeah. dinner. <laughs> meet me for And so everything is around it. So a lot of times when you start making different choices of eating one meal a day, yeah. people kind of take offense to it. Like oh. they're like, like they take it as an affront to them. Well, that, people are mad at you. They're like, yeah. you're, you're, or they'll tell you something, you know, you're going to hurt yourself or you're, that's bad for you or whatever. Right. And it's like, I was one of those people. When I was 235 pounds, I was a fitness expert. I could tell you all about stuff, but it wasn't in action in my life. And so right. I, I think that you have to, I say it all the time now, I say nothing succeeds like success. That's right. Mm -hmm. If somebody's doing something that it's works for them, do that. You know, I'm a great believer also that, uh, you know, allow somebody's uh, results speak for themselves. Absolutely. You know, because right. a lot of times people will tell you these things, like you need to eat this way and this way and this way. And it's like, but you're easily 50 pounds overweight. And I'm not trying to judge them, no. but it's like, you're like, why am I listening to you if, if I can't see the evidence of your success? Well, what I said to you was, I'm, I'm, done, taking, I'm, I'm done taking financial advice from broke people. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, yes. People who ain't got no money always want yes. to tell you, here's how you make money. Here's right. what you need to do. And, right. you know, or somebody, I had a drill sergeant when I was in the Army, and he said, I can always tell, if I look at your car, I can tell anything about your life. Wow. If I look at your car, I can tell if you take care of your room, if you clean your weapon. I can tell all that just by looking at your car. And it, it, what he had said was, it's something another friend of mine says, 
which is the way you do anything is the way you do everything. That's right. And it's so true. And so I started trying to look for that in my life. And, I, and so I'm trying to, I'm trying to just focus on that one thing of if I can master this, I can master anything. Right. You know, I believe that about your house too. I absolutely. actually believe if you walk into somebody's home, you can tell everything you need to know about their mind. Oh, absolutely. It's a reflection. If their home mm -hmm. is cluttered, their mind is cluttered. And oh, yeah. if their home is clean, their mind is clean. Because it really, what's in your mind ends up coming into your physical, uh, you oh, Absolutely, know, your you manifest that in your mind. There's no question about mm -hmm. that. So the car is absolutely something. Well, you've gotten in people's cars, you know, and the window doesn't work, or right. you know, they got a hole in the floorboard. <laughs> or fast food stuff comes out. Let me clear out, out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, if you want to turn yeah. the radio on, I need you to hold these two wires and put them together. <laughs> no, that's somebody whose life, you know, right away what you're dealing with. Right. So, so you try to look for those things, and it's, it's not necessarily, uh, sometimes people will get mad at you. They'll tell you, I don't want to be a minimalist, minimalist, ascetic monk who's sitting on a a hill somewhere far away. And it's like, no, you don't have to do all that. Right. What you're doing is you're just trying to pare your life. It's a Bruce Lee quote that I picked up and it stuck with me. It's, uh, life is not about acquisition. It's about the paring away. Right. And so you're, you're narrowing your life down to the essential. You know, another thing about, that's the reason why Kundalini Yoga is interesting because it is the householder's yoga, which means you don't have to go live on a mountain. You don't mm -hmm. have to go to the Himalayas. You can actually do this and do it in your own home. And as we always say, 15 minutes a day, and it can change your life. If you just, the thing that I was most impressed with you is, you didn't just end up 75 pounds less, you took a step and you said, I'm gonna do it for a day and see what happens. And then another day, and then another day. Well, I, I, I always look at things in 24 hour increments. I don't have to do everything for six months. I can just do it tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And if I can do this tomorrow, then that's all I'm looking for. Right. Does that help you mentally? Well, it helps because people tend to think of failure. Like if, let's say I have a donut this morning. I wouldn't have one because they're kind of gross to me now. But mm -hmm. if I have a donut, right. I, a lot of people go, well, I messed up. So I might as well just eat whatever I want. And then tomorrow I might as well just have whatever because it's Opens off the, the rails. Opens the floodgates, yeah. So what I told you was that I just try not to mess up twice in a row. That's right. If I mess I like up, that. I try not to mess up two times in a row. You Don't know, do something back to back. We, do, we, we often talk, talk to people about doing a 40-day practice, whatever it is. You know, you do a career for 40 days. And a lot of times people will get to the 12th day yeah. and they'll quit. And then they'll become so discouraged that they won't. It's just, just don't miss two days. Yeah. Right. Or just pick back up. Yeah. Right. yeah if you mess if up, I mess up today, on. that's okay. I just start over again tomorrow. Right. I have a very short memory. And that's, that's probably my biggest asset in life. If I fail today, I already forgot it that's tomorrow. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You just forget. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that I failed. I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. Like, I'm she is my own personal Dory. She forgets all the time. I do. She I goes, do. I reset every day. Every day is a good day. Well, that's what you want, though. Yeah. So, you, so you're not mired in this, I'm a failure. Because right. if I was like that, I failed a lot. I fail all the time. I mess things up. But I forget about them. And right. I move on. I just try to do the best I can the next time. If somebody were out there right now and they were struggling maybe with their weight, uh, what, would you, what would you say to them? Like, what advice would you give? And I know it's not fun to give advice, but... No, because for me, like me especially, I don't like telling people what to do because I think that when people hear that, it makes them defensive. Right. If you tell them, hey, here's what you need to do, people are like, oh, I, I can't do that or I don't want to do that. But it's them trying to protect themselves because failure stinks. Yeah. And you don't want to fail at something. Like, for example, let's say I just want to say, I'm going to walk across the room. That's simple. Right. Anybody can do that. Yeah. 
But if I say I want to do something that's hard, there's a chance that I might not succeed. And then I have to look at myself and go, I'm not worthy of that. When that's not true at all. So I would say, just try to do something. I always try to oversimplify stuff. That's why I did OMAD, because I don't want to count calories. I'm not good at it. And I'm not good at making sure I, I don't do this and don't do that. I need a simple rule. And it was really simple. It was one time, I'm going to eat once a day, one plate, one meal, one beverage. Because that's, that's it. been the, like, with your weight loss, it wasn't necessarily attributed to exercise and, like, you oh, spent, no. like, hours on doing that. It's I been hurt more... myself when I exercise. Okay, I so tore it's been more back, what you're putting in knees. your mouth right. that's made a now, difference. A friend of mine who's really fit, he always said, you, you find your abs in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, you know, that was, that was a thing for me. I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to eat better. But I just, I need it to be simple. And so... With that, I could eat whatever I wanted. I was just narrowing down how much I ate. Right, and another thing is everybody's body is different too. So everybody, you know, it's you have to find out what's right for you. Well, that's why I said the thing about success. You gotta find what works for you. People, but you have to be honest with yourself. People tell you, I do this. This is my process. This is my procedure. This is what I do. And then you go, well, are you successful? Yeah. And they're like, no. I lose the same five pounds over and over again. Well, then why you keep doing the same thing? You know, <laughs> we talk about this with meditation. Like, uh, you, you always say, if somebody says they meditate, you, you always ask, is it effective? Meaning, is it effective? Is it yes. effective? Because a lot of people say, I meditate or I'm just mindful in my day. And I'm like, right. well, you know, are you receiving the results you'd like in your life? Because when they say, no, I'm still stressed, but I'm already doing it. It's like, well, then why well let's take that? a look at it. Right. Yeah, let's see if it's effective is enough. It, is it effective? And that is a big, big thing. Is what you're doing effective? And if it isn't, make an alteration. If it is, keep doing it by all means. Right. If you're trying to go to the beach and you follow a map and you end up in the mountains, that's the wrong map. <laughs> Try yeah. a different map. That's a different. You need a, you need a different map. Yeah. Well, first of all, honor to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Bert, and thank you for allowing me to sit above the two of you oh, in, well, in judgment. When you win the gold medal, you get to sit up higher. That's just yeah. the way it is. You've won the gold medal of OMAD. Do you oh, realize my. that? Congratulations. I came well, in second. You. you came in third. So I'll sorry. I think she won. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? We talked all of this about uh, about OMAD and about yoga. I really feel like it's time to do some yoga. So yes. what do you guys say? Let's do it, right? Okay. Yeah. Namo. And away we go. We'll get started today seated on our mat in a comfortable cross-legged position. We begin every kundalini yoga and meditation practice by chanting the mantra, Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo three times. Rub the hands together back and forth, generating warmth between the hands. Lightly press your palms together in front of your chest with the sides of your thumbs pressing into the sternum. To begin, inhale deeply and repeat out loud, Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo three times.
Inhale deeply and gently retain the breath. Exhale and relax the hands down, resting on the tops of the knees or in the lap. Rest here with the eyes closed, paying attention to your own body and breath, noticing how you're feeling in order to get a baseline for the start of the practice. Slowly make your way standing. Bring your palms together in prayer pose at the center of the chest and begin a steady breath of fire. Breath of fire is a rhythmic breath with equal emphasis on the inhale and exhale, no deeper than sniffing. If you lose the rhythm, you can always open your mouth and do breath of fire through your mouth to reestablish rhythm before returning to your nose. Eyes are closed, focused at the brow point. Inhale deeply, suspend the breath, and apply root lock. Exhale, relax the breath. Remain standing and return to long, deep breathing. Pay attention to how your body is feeling, noticing any subtle sensations in the body. While standing, make both hands into fist and begin alternately punching one fist forward and then the other. The fists create a piston-like motion with one arm pulling back to balance the other arm punching forward. The arms do not twist or turn. Exhale with each punch forward and punch rapidly so the breath becomes like breath of fire. Draw both elbows back, tighten the fist, and apply root lock. Exhale and relax, releasing the hands down. Rest here standing, giving your body time to integrate the effects of the posture. From here, 
extend the arms out to the sides and begin to make big circles with both arms at the same time. Inhale as they come forward. Exhale as they go back and down. Inhale as the arms come forward. Exhale as they go back and down. Suspend the breath, stretch both arms straight up over the head, reaching up tall. Exhale the breath and slowly release the hands down. Rest standing with the eyes still closed and focused at the brow point. Make your way to the ground and sit in a comfortable cross-legged position. Sitting up straight, interlace the fingers with the thumb tips touching. Position the hands four to six inches in front of the chest with both palms facing down. Lift the elbows at the same level. Inhale as you lift the hands up to the level of the throat. Exhale as you sweep them down to the level of the navel, creating a steady pumping motion with a powerful breath. Inhale the hands up to the throat level. Exhale back down to the navel. to the level of the heart center. Exhale and slowly release the hands down. Place the hands beside the shoulders with your elbows by your sides and palms facing forward. Close your eyelids halfway and fix your gaze downward. Mentally repeat the following primal sound scale on both the inhale and the exhale. Sa, ta, na, ma. Press the thumb tips to the fingertips sequentially from the first fingertip to the little fingertip with sa, ta, na, ma, mentally vibrating the sounds. Continue with this pattern. Satanama, 
Finish your last time through the sequence and then inhale, suspend the breath. Exhale and relax, releasing the hands down. Resting with the eyes closed with long, deep breathing. For our final posture, remain seated in a comfortable cross-legged position. Block the right nostril with the thumb of the right hand. Inhale slowly through your left nostril and exhale slowly through rounded lips. Inhale slowly through your left nostril and exhale slowly through rounded lips. The goal here is to have the inhale and the exhale to last about 10 seconds each. Continue with the slow breathing pattern. You can leave your left hand resting on the top of the knee with the thumb and index finger touching. Suspend the breath.
exhale and relax. At this point in the practice, you can rest on your back and allow your body time to integrate all the effects. After your relaxation, we will conclude the practice. Inhale deeply. Exhale deeply. Inhale deeply again. And exhale the breath. Move your fingers and toes. Rotate the wrists and ankles in both directions. Reach the arms up in the air and stretch the arms up overhead, stretching the full length of the body. 
Rub the hands together, soles of the feet together, tongue against the roof of the mouth. Bring the knees into the chest and rock side to side, then back and forth along the spine. When you're ready, slowly make your way back up to a comfortable seated position. Rubbing the hands together, bring the hands together at the heart center with the thumbs pressed into the sternum. We will close out the practice with a long time sun blessing and one long sat nam. Inhale deeply to begin. May the long time sun shine upon you. All love surround you and the pure light within you guide your way on. Sigh.